If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone, welcome to the fifth episode of God's Internet Church Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, welcoming you, and it's good to have you here with me again. We are going to be looking at today, Job chapter 6, continuing our Bible study on the book of Job. But before we do that, we're going to share a couple songs, so we'll be right back after after this message.
Welcome back to the God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number five. And as you know, my name is Pastor Ron Weaver, your host. And I'd like to apologize for the second song getting cut off early. We're having some trouble with our equipment. But praise the Lord. God is good and he's good all the time. Now, we're going to start with chapter six. Of Job in verse 1. So if you got your Bibles with you, open them up to the book of Job, chapter number 6, <clears throat> and we're going to look at verse, start in verse 1, and then I'm going to share with you as always what God's put on my heart as he pointed out it to me as I was reading. It says, But Job answered and said, Oh, that my grief were thoroughly weighed, and my climate delayed in the bounds together. Fear now, for now it would be heavier than the sand of the sea. Therefore my words are swallowed up. For the arrows of the, for the arrows of the Almighty are within me. The poison whereof drinketh up my spirit, and the terrors of God do set themselves in array against me. Does the wild donkey bray when he has grass, or lower the oxen over the boulder? Can that which is unsavory be eaten without salt? Is there any take? The things that my soul refuses to touch are my sorrowful meat. Oh, that I might have my request, and that God would grant me the things that I long for even that it would please God to destroy me, that he would loosen his hand and cut me off. Then shall I let have comfort, yea, I would harden myself in sorrow, and let not spare, for I have not concealed the words of the Holy One. What is, what is my strength that I should hope? And what is my end that I should prolong my life? Is my strength the strength of stones, or is my flesh of brass? Is not my help in me, and in the wisdom driven quietly from me? To him that is afflicted, pity should he show from his friends, but he forsake the fear of the Almighty? My brethren have dealt deceitfully as you, as a brook, and the streams of a brook, then they pass away, which are blackish by reason of the ice, and therein the snow is hid. What time they wax warm, they vanish. When it's hot, they are consumed out of their place. The path of their ways are turned aside. They go to nothing and perish. The troops of Tima looked the companies of Sheba, waits for them. They were confounded, because they had hope. They can there, and they're ashamed. For now ye are nothing ye may cause, cast down, and are afraid. I Did I say, bring unto me, or give a reward for me of your substance, or deliver me from my enemy's hands, or redeem me from the right, redeem me from the hands of the mighty? Teach me, and I will hold that my tongue. 
cause me to understand wherein I have erred. How forcible are right words. But what does your arguing reprove? Do ye imagine to reprove words and speech of one that is desperate, which are as the wind? Yea, ye overwhelm the fathers, and ye dig a pit for your friends. Now therefore be content, look upon me, for it is evident unto my, you. If I lie, reason, I pray you, let not be iniquity, yea, return against the righteousness in it. Is there iniquities in the tongue? Cannot my taste discern, preserve things? Here we have a situation where Job now was sitting for seven days, seven nights, contemplating what he felt what was going on. Then when he started to talk and he shared with his friends what he was feeling, then immediately his friends decided that instead of comforting him, instead of comforting him, they started accusing him of being a bad person. And what did you do to make God mad at you? Now, I don't know about you, and I know I shared this in the last podcast because it's still dealing with it a little bit, that in times of struggling, we don't want to hear what we did wrong. We want to hear comfort from our friends. We want to hear how this someone there to listen to us during these times of trouble. Now, it appears in there that Job <clears throat> might be a little mad at God. And, but he's to the point, well, you know, maybe it's good that I die. Let God pick his hands off me and I'll die. And I don't think he means that he's giving up on God. I just think he means that he can't take this anymore. That he just wants to go to his grave and die. So he starts sharing that he needs pity. He started telling that his friends here, hey, you guys fear the Almighty and you're not comforting me because of your fear. You're not helping me by dragging me down further, by accusing me <coughs> of doing things wrong in my life. Now, again, these three friends and Job don't know the conversation that God and the devil had in heaven. We know that God was an upstanding, I mean, that Job was an upstanding man, and he lived right. This had nothing to do with something he did wrong. This had something to do with what he did right. Now, Job is starting to feel like a lot of us do 
When you're in the storm, you think a little bit too long. You know, you get to the point, well, what, what's the point? Should I live? And this is where some people actually give in and actually try suicide, drugs, and alcohol to look at other situations because their friends or the friends they went to directed them in the wrong way. Recently, I say about six months ago, and it troubled me, I have a guy on, on Facebook, he's a friend, and I think he listens to my God's in a church streaming group, um, you know, the church service that we do, and I was going through Facebook, and his name popped up, and he was talking about trying to kill himself, and that he was going to kill himself, and I started to have a conversation you know, on that post, telling him, don't do that, you know, and I didn't get nowhere with it, with him, he didn't respond to me, it just said that he was going to do it, and he was going to do it, the next day, on that same post, his sister shared with me that he does this all the time, we shouldn't worry about it, but it worries about it, because as I was going through his his Facebook pictures, all I see was this guy on top of houses and this guy being suicidal in his mind. What if he decides to jump off this house and kill himself? So when I see him do it again, I came back and I said, don't do it. Now, to my knowledge, I don't know what happened. But when I seen that, it was like God told me I had to talk to him, at least say those things. Now, I could have been like Job's friends here and beat the guy up. Well, maybe, well, maybe you're in this situation because of decisions you made and things you did wrong. See, when a guy, when a person's in this type of state, it's best to listen to this person, to get them talking and list, try to get them talking and listen to them. And not judge them. Now, we do know that sometimes God's current allows things to happen in our lives that get our attention and put our, that straighten our lives out and get the sin out of our lives. But we know that it was just the thing between God and the devil, and the devil trying to bring Job down. Now, he's got these three friends, which it doesn't say, but the devil is probably putting these thoughts in their mind. To say this, not exactly, you know, controlling their minds. Don't get me wrong. And don't get mad at what I'm saying. I'm just, you know, we know that the devil is after Job. And so he uses the things of the world. He uses our friends. He uses our family. And against us sometimes to get what he wants. But Job is happened to say, you are in error here. Here you have me, and I shouldn't have to point this out to you. Here you have me. I went through all this stuff, and you're 
bent on telling me I did something wrong instead of comforting me. Don't you realize that I'm at my wit's ends? In other words, if it was something that Job, which we know it's not, it was irrelevant at this time. They were there, said to come and comfort him. They're not comforting him. They're making things worse. They need to stop making things worse, he's saying, and give me pity or give me comfort of what's going on okay, in my life at this time. And I believe that is what he's trying to convey here. You know, I, I'm just holding on by a string. I'm ready to let God cut me loose and let me die. And I believe that cutting loose and letting him die is to let him die. Because he feels he can't go on anymore. But let me tell you something, saints. We still don't see him denouncing God and sinning. You know, we, we're human. We're going to have our weak points in our time with the Lord. Now, when Jesus was on the cross, we did hear him. Now, Jesus didn't sin. Now, I'm not saying Jesus sinned there. But what I'm saying, Jesus got to the point of being human. That when he realized that when the sins were put on him, that he was so sinful looking to God that God actually forsaked him. In other words, he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But Jesus kept with the course that him, that he had laid out. To bring us to the kingdom of God. He didn't give up on God. He asked God why he got to that vulnerable point. And I think where Job is. Is at that vulnerable point. He's kind of questioning God. Why have you forsaken me? He didn't sin. You know us questioning God is not a sin. God knows. And I, we, we, and the reason God knows. Is because. Jesus died on the cross for us. He went through suffering for us. He did the he felt the human side of suffering. He felt when God the Father forsaken him because of all the sin was on him. But that don't mean God left him. Okay? But God and he said, Why did thou forsake me? He felt that in the pinch. So he kind of, just like Job here, was questioning why. He doesn't understand. That's where Job is. And I believe, you know, but Job, I believe, went on with the Lord. And just like Jesus went on with God's plan. And he died. And, there was, and then he rose again. And the plan of God came out. Just like there's a plan here for Job. In the end, it will work out for his best. You know, Jesus was the son of God. He could have called angels at that point to take me off here. I'm done with this. But he chose to go the course that God wanted him to go. And even though it felt like he was ready to give up, he kept going. And even though Job started talking about giving up, 
he kept going and he started talking to his friends. You need to give me pity and need to give me comfort. And I believe he needed that so he could keep on and get the encouragement he need to go on with the Lord. Now, at this point, we came to the end of chapter 6 with this thought for today. So, we're going to see in chapter 7 if Job gets this pity or this comfort that he's asking for or not. But before we close, we got to go to this break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number 5. And we came now to the end of our podcast today. Join us tomorrow and we'll be studying Job chapter number 7. And we'll see if Job's aunt was starts getting comfort or still getting anguish. And I hope that you enjoyed today's Bible study. I hope that you take it and share it to the world. And on that note, I'd like to say God bless you. Have a good day in the Lord. Be safe out there. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weavers, saying have a rest of a good day, and God bless you. And see you tomorrow on the Bible study on the podcast of God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number six, where we'll be studying Job chapter seven in our Bible study on the book of Job. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you and see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast. And also, be with us on Sunday, where we'll be sharing our service on Facebook, God's Internet Church. Uh, It's a group. I mean, um, we get together and we have a song service, live song service broadcast, and me preaching. And I treat it as a church, and I believe it is a church. It's an online church and in a group. But I go live from the group, and it goes to the group members, and I share it through Facebook, and then I share it through the Facebook groups, other Facebook groups, and um, because this is what I believe God's want me to do. So I'm inviting you about 10 o'clock hour. Go to the God's Internet Church uh, group. Put it up at the top of the search button, and uh, you'll find it there, and join. And if you join, you'll also be able to join live, too, right then. But if not, it will be shared there about an hour or so later, and then you can watch it at your leisure. But praise the Lord. I hope you join us. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you, and see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number six. God bless you, everyone, and have a good day.